Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of How to Skill a Business. I'm Darwin, your host for today's episode, and I am with Mansoor Kat- um, Katid. Hey, um, Mansoor, um, how are you? Good morning, uh, Darwin. I'm good. Oh, awesome. So far, so good. <laughs> yeah, me as well. Cannot complain so far. And by the way, um, Mansoor is the CEO of GBT Technologies Incorporation, and by the way, thank you so much for accepting the invitation and also for being here on the show. I really appreciate it. And by the way, Mansoor, could you please share some information about you and what you're doing? So, um, so I would like to share. Yeah, I, I like to share some information about GBT um, and technologies. We are a very small public traded company. We're actually in the business of building technology for a while, and uh, uh, but uh, have done so unsuccessfully for years because the areas where we invest or we're building old products are very technical and they are, they need a lot of money, basically, uh, like microchips. And mm-hmm. so uh, I took over the company around three years ago as a CEO. And um, I looked at all our technology and I kind of changed the whole business model because, um, you know, we we had a lot of ideas and uh, we just received actually a patent. And, um, you know, I made the decision with with Dr. Danny Whitman, who's our CTO. I basically said, look, um, you know, we don't have the finances for doing certain certain projects because you need hundred millions of dollars we're a small company uh, but we do have a lot of uh, ideas for IP so two and a half years ago we started to switch to and focus on on IP and then I saw of course this does start. we started to do IP and um uh, start writing pa- uh, patents and the reality is that since then uh, we submitted around 42 patents uh, what is awesome we so far uh, received around 23 approvals the rest is pending takes takes a while and we're basically building an IP portfolio in the areas of AI um, 3D chip, we have a patent or three patents for a revolutionary 3D chip for EDA software, what is basically software designing microchips and other things like tracking and computer vision, what can be used for security, safety, um, and uh, um, autonomous driving. And we're building this portfolio, and I'm really, really actually proud of our records because mm-hmm. so far, even not everything is approved yet, but we have not yet received one denial of a patent. So uh, I'm very, very proud uh, of that. And uh, we are trying to, you know, by the end of the year, have around 50 patents uh, either submitted or approved. Um, to have a full portfolio where we then can go out and try to convert those patents into products with partnerships uh, or finance people um, or JVs. And um, and that's how we hope to scale uh, this whole value. 
and that's that's it that's where we are today whoa amazing what an amazing story so thank you so much for sharing the, all of those information here in our show Mansoor and also as the CEO I'd like to ask this for you can you walk us through your overall business strategy yeah so the business strategy is is literally um I think so I I'm kind of a Electroengineer, but really an economist uh, because I never finished electroengineering. Um, so, and my strategy for the whole uh, business model is to build value on the IP level. I know that I can build uh, value for our shareholders, for the company faster by writing IP than I could. Uh, do it by rolling out a product um, like our 3D chip. If we take our 3D chip, that would probably take us two years, three years to do. Or any little gadget you would you would produce probably would take us two years by the time you start developing, you go to whatever, China, China Taiwan, or even locally produce it. Uh, get a get a model built and then get it into the market. Then you need marketing. Uh, you need to hire um, lots of salespeople, infrastructure, warehousing. It also comes with a big risk, you know, because that product needs to work. Mm-hmm. And um, but I can, um, you know, I can write patents. And if you get the right patents, or if you get the right partner, a patent can overnight can be a hundred million dollar value can have a you know value and uh, and so we are basically our strategy is to build a real portfolio of IP um, attracting eventually one or two or three larger companies who will buy either the whole uh, portfolio or a part of the whole portfolio basically say oh we are interested in this technology so we buy everything within this technology or we are interested in everything. And um, and that's really our strategy um, for right now. And it's really what the biotech is, has been done over the last 50 years. Um, biotech went through this business model over and over and over again. They get something in a medical field or in a biotech field. They get a patent, they make a discovery, and then they go and develop it and that's kind of what we are doing but we want to have it in on the technology side and instead of buying all those patents we actually we look at the core information what we look at the core what we are good at um and we're developing we are not for hire and nobody you know um nobody comes to us and says oh write me a patent for this no, we look. We look at the market. We say this is this is a fast growing market like AI. Um, we had our first AI system already built in 2018, but we never thought to actually build IP around it. You know, so we looked at it. We says, okay, this is the market. Let's build the IP. Once it's approved, we can go out and maybe uh, have some other players exploit this IP in that market, in that fast growing market. And uh, you know, um, create value. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So yeah, I totally agree. Um, about what you share, 
And yeah, amazing. So thank you so much for that one, Mansoor. And also for the next question, um, this is too important. So what industries or field is um SGBT technology designed to benefit? Okay, so uh, again, there's a range, but the reality is that we have patents now mm-hmm. uh, in the AI space, in the microchip hardware space, in the microchip design space, or it's called in the, for the for the experts, it's the EDA design or EDA software. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the tracking space, we have a tracking technology what works without GPS. In the IoT space, um, cybersecurity, like uh, exchange of uh, databases, building databases, creating databases, safe transfer of data between databases. Uh, We have a bunch of patterns, what sounds really crazy within the radio space, or we're working on on, on a bunch with radio space. Radio space is very challenging, but in the end, it's, you know, everything is in a wireless area, wireless transformation, secure transformation. So cybersecurity and uh, um, uh, and medical. And uh, the medical is more on the scan side because of our computer vision system, what could be security, medical, uh, uh, self-driving, uh, you basically scanning something and interpreting or interpreting this the, the scan results. You can use this for weapons. You can scan for weapons or you can scan for two, two more. So um, there's a lot of areas. But in the end, if you look at it, you will see it's all technical applications. It's all very technical and all has to do with microelectronics and uh, chip design. I see. And also, how have you adapted the changes in your industry over the year? Yeah, how do we adapt to, to the industry? Um, I, I don't think we, we did. Uh, I think we went out and tried to go our own way. Uh, the, I think the adoption, uh, once we decided we're going to do IP, uh, yes, I'm wrong. There was an adoption. Um, it was more a strategic placement. Uh, I basically went out and analyzed the different markets and I say, I, I said, look, we, we will only build IP or patents or put work and time and money into it. If that is an industry who's who is growing fast or it's a fast growing industry. And uh, we are not going to write patents in an industry what is dying or not expanding or there's no challenges. Uh, We're going to do it in industries where there is fast growing. Uh, You know, the whole world is growing. And uh, uh, fortunately we picked mostly in the microchip or AI industry and cybersecurity and databases, and all those areas are growing. Um, This was partially luck because that's our expertise, but it was also um, partially dedicated placement because uh, we basically made the decision, okay, this and this we do, and this and this we don't, this and this we do, this is a projection. And so there was some homework what we done two and a half, uh, three years ago. Uh, and we had got some, we had a little luck 
in the beginning with like one or two uh, patents what we got approved and um, um, and we we do have some connections with some larger companies uh, we talked to those engineers got some feedback and honed in obviously like the EDA software uh, microchip design software um, a lot of people said this is needed in the marketplace so we honed in on that and uh, that's how we placed it so I would say it's a combination of, uh, you know, going your own path without listening to everybody. It's difficult because we, you don't really make a lot of money during those times, mm -hmm. uh, you know, but uh, you need to, you know, take your own directions. And uh, then obviously uh, you, you need to have the expertise and you need to have a plan and, you uh, Uh, so from then, that's that was our strategic uh, plan, mm -hmm. and that's what we have been um, pointing out and doing over the last two and a half to three years, basically. Oh, I see, and yeah, um, thank you so much for that one. Um, again, Mansoor, and also I'd like to um talk um about um challenges or obstacle because that is one of the you know um the one of the reason or. Um, we encountered as a business owner. So, can you talk about any um, challenges or obstacles that you've been faced in the business or with GBT um technology, and how did you overcome them? So obviously, uh, the company is a little bit older, so there are there always have been obstacles. Mm -hmm. Because we are a tech company, one of the obstacles was always finances. Um, yeah. Uh, to build, we we in 2016 we wanted to build a chip called Go for uh, Go for Insight, what was a communication chip, and uh, at that time that chip needed an investment of 50 million dollars. Well, we did not have 50 oh. million dollars, yeah. and we unfortunately could never raise 50 million dollars. Uh, out of this chip, we did a whole bunch of other little ideas. We pulled out like a little draws. A drawers, you know, where you have a mm -hmm. big idea, you know, big thing of ideas and, oh, yeah, let's pull this out and let's pull this out and let's make this into a product. Uh, but um, that was always one of our issues, financing, that our projects were not financeable because they were so high without a huge partner. And to find a huge partner, we were probably too small. Maybe we didn't do the right things. But that was a theme throughout our um, uh, our existence. Uh, we once faced a really big lawsuit with a, uh, with an investor. What eventually we overcome, um, you know, and uh, that was an obstacle. Obviously, uh, then COVID. Everybody faced that. Um, that was an obstacle. Uh, and uh, COVID, we basically shrinked down to our essence and said, okay, we concentrate. And then at that point, we actually made the decision of change, shifting our whole business model. So we were ready, at least mentally, to shift uh, and to change. I think uh, in the end, you need to sometimes be honest and say, hey, this didn't work. You need to be ready, you know, to do something else and uh, that's what we did and when we shifted to uh, patents uh, we already 
so far we are good in a sense that yes we would like to have some partners more partners maybe uh, supporting us with money but the reality is in 2020 we knew it would take at least three years um, to once we took the decision to write the patents and when you write a patent you all also have to kind of write some protections around it so you you don't live in a uh, you don't just live on one patent you take one patent or one industry uh, in the patent and then you maybe have you need three four five patents around it to get the proper protections and so we are in this year, we are in our, what I call the protection phase. Yes, we will have some patents where we go out and already solicitating uh, investors. But the reality is that we have some other patents where we are not going out and kind of still writing some other patents around it. So when we go to a big company that um, we actually have a, you know, a survival, a package what can survive the scrutiny, and also uh, what is, I don't want to say foolproof because probably ne- nothing ever is foolproof, but uh, what where the intellectual property cannot just be easily circumvented. And so we are still within our, with our plan, at least till like beginning of next year, you know, like mid next year till we have finished all those patents. And then we go from there. We will see where, what's what's happening until then. All right. So, yeah, thanks for that one, Mansoor, again. And actually, yeah, I totally agree for what you said. It's because that is normal since you own the business. And now, can you speak um to any matrix or KPI that has um, GBT technology has to make sure? So, um, uh, go ahead. I, I want to make sure. I don't own the business. I'm the CEO of the yeah, company. Yeah, the CEO. But we are a small public traded com- company called GBT Technologies. And uh, so that's very important to as a distinction. I don't own the company. I run the company. Uh, but please go ahead with your questions. Yeah, um, I know. So yeah, um, yeah, that has um, GBT Technology has. So if you know, um, it's okay if you don't. So yeah, that um, you measure to success the business since you're one of the head of the company. Yeah, so again, and this will be very, this probably will shock most of them. Mm-hmm. Once we took, because I, I said money was always our issue. Um, once we started to concentrate on our uh, patents, my KPIs was not financial. I said, we will not do financial KPIs at all. Uh, I mean, yeah, you you have to run the company. You have to finance the company. You have to run your daily, you know, your, your expenses and you have to pay your bill and, you know, your phone bill and stuff like this. But I was not looking at the, the last three years for profits. I was looking, my KPI was how much, um, how much uh, patents can I, value or valued patents can I um, issue or get approved. And so my KPI is, I said it in the beginning, we kind of, and I can tell you, so we kind of submitted uh, 42 patents. Uh, So far we have 23 or 22 approved. And always there's a status and changing always a little bit. 
what is really, really good for such a small company. So those KPIs look awesome. We haven't sold a patent. Well, that's not true. We have sold one patent for uh, roughly, um, it depends on the uh, for stock, but for a value of $26 million. But that deal is not consummated yet. And we sold another patent, at least we have a contract uh, uh, for $41 million or $41.5 million. Mm -hmm. Both deals are still on contingency because they are not, um, they're not, uh, we, the money has not flown. So there can be still a lot of things changing. But if I look at those things, even I don't have the money in my pocket, we now have been writing patents for three years and at least on, on the books, uh, we have two deals where we sold um, roughly $70 million of business or wrote $70 million of business. If this will will actually come together by the end of the year, uh, there's many other things that have to be fall in place, but we are not in control of that, uh, but we have those agreements. And if those things fall in place, then um, I have a very, very profitable KPI uh, proposition because I probably could never in two or three years create $70 million in uh, profits or in business uh, with building a little gadget or so. And so um, right now it's it's good. Uh, at least the lookout is good, even if we are ourselves still um underfunded in a, in a way but that's that's where we stand right now wow awesome answer and now by your own um what advice can you give to other business owner looking to succeed in the same industry as you do oh wow i don't know so uh because we are an ip this is a very difficult industry uh, it is difficult on every level. Number one, you need the expertise. Mm -hmm. uh, so you cannot jump into IP if you don't yeah. have the, the research and the people. Uh, you can jump in technology. It's probably easier to develop stuff once you know. But uh, we are kind of a, yeah, it's it's kind of, and I, this is not, this is not too, this is kind of a funny combination out of, you need to be a little bit business oriented. You need to be tech savvy. You need to have a little science background. You're like kind of a scientist. You need to be a visionary, and you also need to be a tech guy. and And you need to be. You have to have tenacity and expertise. And uh, that's a very, very rare combination. But I think. In the end, you need to be able to think, and this is where I'm. The, this is actually where I'm most scared of always, and that's why we always go out and ask other people. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's I I call it the 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 narrow mindedness. We we all we all like our own ideas, and we all yeah. go and develop ideas, and then we are so focused on this idea and then we develop and we don't want to go out before it's done and then uh, we go out with this great idea and nobody wants it 
and we totally misjudged because we are in our own bubble. You know, this is also what's going on here in politics right now. People are in their own bubble. And I think when you start something like this, the biggest challenge is, and I don't know what you have, the expertise, the tenacity, the ideas. Um, you need to take those ideas and run it by trusted people and get honest feedback. This is this is a craft you have to build, like you build a song. You know, you're not writing the the next hit song for the first time you're writing the song, but you get feedback and people like it or don't like it. And in our business, you get feedback and you find applications and you need to find economic reasoning and economic, uh, you not, not just need luck because the biggest and greatest idea doesn't help you if you don't have an economic um, productivity out of it because in the end, you're not just doing science for science, at least not in our business when you run a company. You do a business to eventually sell this IP or this idea to another person or to another company. And if you know how this other company can financially exploit this idea, then you have something what is of interest. But that means you actually have to be in constant feedback and uh, and not with yourself or your peers, but you also have to test those things in the outer whim of the universe of your existence. And this is basically, you have to go to some people, um, you know, to big companies, to some trusted friends. Obviously, you want to, don't just want to run ideas by people who might steal it. But you have to be open for honest feedback. And whatever you started out, this is always a funny thing, whatever you started out in the beginning, two years later might look totally different. And uh, and only like this, you actually come closer to the market and come closer to the to the uh, uh, to the prospect of probably selling it. And that's at least what I think, how you have to approach this. All right. So great answer again. And yeah, I'm sure actually I can feel that in your industry. Um, I think it's so hard because sometimes, you know, um, the way you answer this question that I have before. Yeah, I can relate that. I think it's so hard. Yeah. So yeah, um, actually, I didn't notice that we're now on the last question. So yeah, this is the last question already. And also, um, this is too important because I need to include this, yeah, to the podcast title. So, yeah, for the last question, if anybody wants to connect or anyone there thinking about working with you or partnering with you, maybe, where's the best place where they can go or what is the best way to do that? Okay, so I give you a little, the, I give you the, our little information. So my my name is Mansur Khatib. I'm the CEO of GBT Technologies. Inc. We are traded at uh, at the stock exchange under the stock symbol GTCH. And uh, if you want to find out more about our company, you go to our website called is uh, www.gbtti.com, and uh, you can send an uh, send a short email to info at 
gbtti.com and um, uh, you know, reach out to us or you can even call us 888-685-7336. And, uh, you know, if you send me an email, I, I will reach out to you personally, talk to it. We're looking for uh, JV partners in the industry, software industry, developing industry, manufacturing. And um, we would love to talk anybody or even investors. Uh, we would love to talk to anybody who's out there who is interested interested in uh, growing or even owning part of equity of patents, uh, what we are, uh, have to offer. And uh, uh, it's easy, info at gbtti.com, gbtti.com, sorry. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, um, guys... So don't forget. So yeah, another pure of liquid, liquid gold we have acquired today from a guest. It is really our pleasure for having you, Mansoor, in our show. So thank you so much again. And by the way, before we end this interview, do you want to say something or do you want to thank someone? You know, I just want to thank, uh, we have a lot of shareholders who are kind of sticked with us over the years uh, because we are penny stock. And uh, I, I just wanted to, so far, thank all the shareholders still sticking with us because there were a lot of changes. Um, but uh, slowly but surely, uh, we have found our way. And I think um, uh, I get sometimes some phone calls from, from shareholders. Mm -hmm. And again, I talk to them. I'd be happy to talk to them. Um, but it is uh, really, really, um, yeah, it's, it's great that a lot of shareholders trust us and they love our ideas and uh, they're, they're just sticking with us to maybe down the road uh, that we have this success and that we're closing those deals. And uh, I think this is great. You know, so I'm a kind of a visionary in certain things and, and uh, you know, it's not always a, an easy way. And I, I love that we have shareholders who are also visionaries. Uh, you know, and uh, that's that's just thank you. Yeah, exactly. So thanks, um, thanks as well. Um, yeah, guys, for sticking here with us. And yeah, um, thank you so much, Mansoor. So guys, if you made it this far, thank you so much. And if you got any value for today's episode, we would love to get a rating or review where you get the podcast. If there's someone in Met thinking um about um growing their business or thinking about starting a business, send this episode to them and then take one thing that you learned today. Go out, implement it, execute, and let us know how it goes. We want to hear your wins. And above all, thanks for being here with us today. We really appreciate it a lot. And see you in the next one. Cheers.